Hello, my fanist friends. Welcome to my podcast feed. Powered by ACAS Plus, here's a joke from my son. What did the bum say to the other bum? That's a bummer. You know, not for everyone. Uh, so, uh, look, thanks to everyone who's come to see the previews of Can I Have My Ball Back. It's been going really, really well, and uh, I'm really pleased with how the show's turning out. It's officially on tour now from Wednesday. I'll be at the Leicester Square Theatre. A couple of tickets left. Lots of press coming to that one. It'd be lovely to sell out, but there are a few other London gigs not selling as well. So if you're going to come to London... Maybe look up those other London gigs. And then this week I'll be in St Albans on Thursday, Gloucester on Friday, Chorley on Saturday, which is sold out. You can join the waiting list. And Glasgow on Sunday, two shows. I think the earlier show is sold out. Check with the venue, but the later show has some availability. Come along if you can. If you enjoy these podcasts and like them being free, then the great way to pay me back is to buy a ticket to a show or buy a download or a book from gofasterstripe.com. But you can just keep listening for free as well. That pays me back also. So, you know, no no pressure. But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hello I don't know if this is working um okay oh okay uh right this is gonna be slick um Hello everyone, welcome to the live Drunk Women Instagram, um, me doing a book, I'm a media node. Um, hi everyone, um, I think Rich will be joining in a sec, um, I think he needs to like ask to join and I can't see um any oh hey hannah george i love you too hey do you happen to know how rich can join because i can't okay he says he's he's joined um oh he sent okay right yeah view request did that do anything and then go live with richard okay so in a second it should split the screen i think 
and then we'll be live together. Ooh! Hey! <laughs> Yay, it works! Hello! Hooray! How are you doing? How is it upstairs? <laughs> it's great. I just, I, I just casually arranged. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know we had a bookshop. No, it's great, isn't it? I, it's just, um, it's just a coincidence, I think, that they, they just kind of fell into this position. It's very um, nice, and your Writers Guild Awards there as well. Very good. Yeah, Congratulations. Just, uh, it's just casual. Oh, you've just caught me next to Writers <laughs> Guild Award. Must, have... must be nice. <laughs> must be nice. <laughs> well, welcome to my live Instagram. Thank you. Um, Is that me or everyone else? Everyone, and especially ah, you, of course. Well, I'm very excited about your new book. You're, you're not the boss of me. It's always back. That's... Is it backwards for everyone else? That's oh, all, it looks backwards for me. Oh yeah. That's all right. They yeah. can work it out. Ton Yarosab Ermra. Not the boss of me. <laughs> it's very. Good. I've just started reading it. I haven't finished it yet. Yeah. It's good. Oh, good. That's good to hear. Was, you know, there's a pushy boy character who thinks he's the funniest and doesn't want girls to join in. I wonder who that can be based on. <laughs> well, it's not based on you. because No, a, it is not. But there's, a character, there's a character who uh, eats yoghurt with a fork that I think might be based on me. Do you know, you, you mentioned that earlier and I had completely forgotten that you did that. So no, there you go. And drinks go. Barocca like it's a <laughs> shot. Subconsciously remembered. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of me in this book. Okay. So okay. If people are interested in that, that's good. Uh, shall I ask you some questions? Are you ready yeah, for questions? You just... or should we fill more time? Um, no, I'm I would like some questions, but also can you just remind me why you were eating yogurt with a fork? because uh, I couldn't find a spoon like the guy. Oh it really was. It was the same so, reason I, I did the book. Couldn't find a spoon, so I but I used the you know, the handle end of the fork to Right, because it's more like, yeah. yeah. I think I tried the other end first, and then uh, and it was good. And then, uh, then I think I did a sketch on As It Occurs To Me about it. So, you know, people will know it's me and be laughing at me. <laughs> so that's why I try to pretend I'm the horrible boy uh, right. at school. Right. Save some face. <laughs> so it's a very good book, though. Thank and you. And as are all your books, it's incredible. The hand how many books have you written, Katie? I've lost track how many it is. This is book number seven. What? Yeah. That's insane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so this book's really, is it very slightly older kids than the yeah. other ones? I've noticed there was things well, about periods and things like that in there. There, there is. It, periods do get mentioned. Yeah. Uh, but only briefly. Um, but, you know, that's... I don't think there should be an age restriction on learning about periods. There shouldn't, but it's a bit racier. There's some racier stuff in there. It's not racy. It's racy stuff. <laughs> what made you want to write for, for teenagers? Um, so I I've always um I've always loved jokes and stories. That's my favourite thing. And I wanted to write the kind of books that I would have liked to read when I was a teenager. Uh, so kind of, you know, funny books that talk about sort of issues that affect uh, your real life. No, good. And yeah, so but your other books were for slightly, were, I mean, they were for sort of eight to yeah. 12 year olds, maybe. So, yeah, the first, so the first four books, which are a series um, 
my best friend and other enemies somewhere over here um they were for eight to twelve year olds that's four books and um then there were two standalone books uh when good geeks go bad and um the weird friends fan club and they were sort of more um for sort of 10 to 14 year olds which this one sort of is as well so slightly older but still uh, very much pg pg young adult so there's no maybe periods get mentioned but there's not there's no kissing there's no swearing um and i but so i thought these were sort of for older but they they do keep being described as middle grade uh probably because they are so pg uh so they're kind of that you know if you're an advanced reader you could be eight and read this or they're kind of for teenagers it sort of depends you know it's sort of it's treading treading everywhere I've enjoyed them, and I'm uh, 54 years old. Well, so. this is it. See, I think it's. I think adults would like it. I genuinely think, in that kind of, um, in that way that everybody was a teenager, there's stuff to enjoy. Yeah. Um, and uh, would you say that? I mean, this one seems to be quite heavily weighted to towards female readers. Certainly, to start with, is it? Is it? Is, is that who you're aiming for, or a boy, do you think boys will want to read this as well? Um. I think it is being weighted. Well, I think it's definitely being marketed more towards girls. Um, sim- you know, probably for various reasons. I mean, it says, let the boys be in charge. You must be joking on the front. So you know, just, I'm not sure how many boys are going to yeah, love reading that. It probably doesn't feel super welcoming <laughs> to the boys. But I would say that um, it's. I don't think it's a book that is, ugh, boys suck, despite that being the... Um, what do you call it? Strapline. Yeah. Um, I think it's very much because the book does discuss and explore uh, sexism in schools. And uh, specifically, my character, Amy Miller, is this confident, um, happy, enthusiastic, ambitious year nine girl who loves comedy and wants to write comedy sketches for the school comedy show. Um, she's wanted to do it for years. She just loves it. And then the uh, some boys decide that they are in charge of all comedy and they want to veto sketches and they don't want girl writers. And um, uh, she's obviously disappointed. And then sort of partway through the book, she realises that what's happening is some of what's happening is sexism. And so she has to take a stand. So the thing is, I but I don't think that the book is like, oh, boys are the worst. Oh, God, boys. I think it's very much, um, it, you know, the enemy is a sort of a dysfunctional culture. I think the boys are sort of as trapped in a mould as anyone. They're, um, you know, sexism hurts everybody. Um, so they're kind of, you know, they're insecure. They're feeling forced to do bravado. There's all sorts of mad reasons why they're behaving the way they are as well. So I don't, I think, um, ironically, boys might get something out of it, but they're probably not going to pick it up with that strap. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. But I would, I'd ask you, when is, when's International Men's Day, though? That's the, that's the <laughs> question I'd ask you. So is and it actually, very is well society known. actually sexist against men? That's what I would it's say. November 19th, isn't it? It's November the nineteenth. Um, it, well, I, I think boys would enjoy it, and you know, it's a it's a funny book, and I guess you're sort of slightly right about nerdier characters, I suppose, oh. geekier characters, which is again, I think a lot of the kind of boys who like reading comedy books, I think, will yeah. enjoy this, even, yes. even if they 
feel some of them might feel they have to hide it from their friends. So do give it to your boys as well as your. Uh, yeah, get, get, get them a Kindle. Let them keep their spread <laughs> if that's what's important. And so is this character, it doesn't feel to me this character is based on Katie Wilkins, but is, the, is it based on your life or is it what inspired this particular idea? That's a really good question because it is, it is not, um, you're quite right, this character is very confident. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but that was the appeal for me. For, the, because the thing is, at one time or another, I've, I've had pockets of confidence. So I can still I can still write authentically about what that's like, um, and I I do I feel I really wanted to write this character who is I really wanted to write a um, a book about a teenage girl that is genuinely confident like audaciously confident um, and not in that way that you know she knows how to game the system and she's too cool for school in a way that she's too naff for school but she's done the maths and she's decided that it'd be more fun to just be her authentic self um and crack on and just be a bit naff than you know she doesn't she genuinely doesn't care what people think and I wanted to explore what that would look like you know for a character that's genuinely at peace with the fact that not everyone will like you because I think especially when you're a teenager and even when you're an adult it's very difficult to be like okay we're not gonna be able to get on with everyone that person clearly hates me something about my face offends that person that person hates my voice it's very difficult to not be like oh my god well I should probably change my voice shall I get a voice you know like it's very <laughs> it's very hard to live with that and make peace with it so I wanted to have a character that's genuinely like well that's not my problem what that person thinks is none of my business um so I felt really strongly because I also I think you know there are lots of books about insecure teenagers already I've written some of them and I think that's brilliant because there is it's a very insecure time and you you know it's very relatable to have insecure uh it's a very vulnerable time so that people need to hear oh great I'm not the only one that feels this way but but at the same time as a reader as a fan of reading and comedy myself I'm just, I just kind of had got to a point where I was a bit like oh another another character that's sorry all the time I, I'd like to see I just wanted to see what it'd be like for somebody to not be sorry all the time not not that she's never sorry but I just wanted to see what that there's I feel like there's fewer maps for what it looks like the other way around so I kind of wanted to have a slightly more or I'm gonna say audacious role model but that's not she's not really a role model she's a very flawed character but she's just another way of doing things it's just another way to be okay Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I mean, that's probably answered this, but you know, how how is that character, the main character called Amy? Yeah. Um, is there is there any way that she developed during the the writing process for you? Was that was did, did things change as you were writing it, or is, is there anything else you'd like to say about about that character? Um, you well, may have answered it already. I probably have already answered it, but um, starting to like the sound of my own voice, so I'm gonna. <laughs> Gonna carry on. Uh, no, well, I think that she she's she's kind of fully formed. I don't know. I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you the scoop. When I was coming up with her, I was like, really, I'm giving myself the scoop. I don't know what this <laughs> says. Um, I really wanted a character. So I, in my head, I had her as Leslie Note meets Adrian Mole. Right. I don't know whether I pulled that off, but that's what I was hoping for. Oh, that's good, yeah. Uh, so Catwin83 says it sounds quite Catherine Ryan-esque, which I suppose is an element yeah, okay. to Okay, well, yeah. I've used the word audacious quite a lot, and Catherine yeah. Ryan has an awesome book called The Audacity. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, great. Um, and why did you want to write about sexism, given that it's a problem that's basically been solved already? So and everyone's equal. So why did you want to write about sexism? Yeah, why are people still going on about <laughs> that? Um, well, um, I, the thing is to, I don't want to contradict you because you are a man. Thank but... you. And also your husband, I should add. <laughs> yeah. so you, have to, you have to obey me. I think you That's true. Think we agree on that. You own me now. Um, <laughs> But, in, you know, in some ways, just one or two ways, sexism hasn't been completely solved. Okay. Uh, so, and it is an issue that affects a lot of areas of life, you know, in some ways visible, in some ways less visible. And this is an age-appropriate book, so this is very much the thin end of the wedge of sexism. Uh, so, but, but it still obviously has far-reaching effects, you know, when people are discouraged from doing something that they're very passionate about for no good reason, really. Um, you know, that's, a, you know, people, industries are missing out, the world misses out. So, um, and just, you know, self-esteem, well-being, human rights. So obviously we're not, it's not getting into anything uh, too upsetting or serious. So it's, it's um, but I, I feel like it is important to, there's been lots of reports actually about sexism in schools, again, some of which are more, um, the, the more serious end of the wedge. Um, so th I do think it's something that there, there was this NEC, is NEC report, the 2019 report anyway, that actually had some quite upsetting findings and schools aren't, um, one of the findings was that they don't feel fully prepared to actually be able to tackle it so I do think it's something that needs to be discussed um and I do think that um 
what I wanted to try and do a bit with this book. It's a very funny book. It's not, it's sort of, obviously it's sort of an issues book as well. My aim is that it's very entertaining and very funny, but the the story, the, the struggle uh, is to do with sexism. But I, part of my thinking was that I, when you're young, especially, and something sexist happens, you don't always have the vocabulary or the knowledge to to notice it or to label what's happening. And you can, it's very undermining and you can feel that you're the first person it's ever happened to. So what one of the things that happens in this book is that the there's an older sister and a mum who are quite well versed in what's going on with the world of sexism. So there's a lot that sort of fills in the blanks for the world of, you know, what the progress that's been made, the things that have happened. Um, so just kind of anyone that some sexism happens to, they won't feel like so alone or that they've somehow done something wrong because this is something that's been ongoing for a long time and there's work ongoing and hopefully as well sort of discussing some of the tools that you can use um, to try and deal with it. Sure. And, and you know, it's, I think humour is often a great way to cover these more serious subjects. Yes. It's great to do it in a book for young people. Was it difficult not to let your anger I know you've been in writing rooms occasionally and uh, feel that sometimes uh, female writers which I hope is changing and in the modern world are sort of shouted down or ignored or get their own uh, get ideas they've just said repeated back to them by a man and suddenly suddenly it's a good idea um, so is, is, was it was it hard not to get cross about it or were you or were you finding the funny easy to get well with. i think it's an excellent point but and i think and i'm sure you think this too that anger fuels comedy in that way um you know anything that's terrible or anything that's ridiculous anything like that is that's the worst something is it's like right let's that's where it is let's talk about that let's find the funny there i i yeah i think it, it like obviously if you you veer too close to anger, that's less funny. But I think if you have comedy with no anger at all, I mean, well, I guess, what, juggling? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Juggle angrily. Yeah, well, well I mean, we've already sent it to uh, one uh, one child who's uh, who's wanted to be a stand-up comedian. And so it's kind of, do you think that's, uh, that that's, a, that's a good demographic or it's people who like comedy but do you, do you think it's kind of broader than that obviously but uh, do you think if you know someone who's interested in, in comedy I think this is a, is a is a good starting point for yeah for definitely definitely um yeah I think yeah hopefully it's it's entertaining um it's funny that you know it's satirical the character the characters you know are my main character is an idiot a lot of the time as well. Uh, she's flawed. I'm, I actually, part of the book is kind of discussing sketch writing and comedy and what makes something funny. So uh, yeah, if somebody was interested in writing comedy, it'd probably be helpful a little bit in that way as well. Yeah. And the teacher that uh, early on, the teacher who's meant to be in charge of the comedy reviews of woman sort yeah. of give, gives up, isn't really interested in it, give, just lets the boys take over. So it's, you know, that's interesting as well, that a female, it's, a, it's sort of a, a female character in authority who should be looking out for that, who fails to look out for that. So yeah. That's a good, that's a funny and interesting point about, uh, about yeah. the importance of everybody. Absolutely, uh, no one's off the hook for this. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, 
How do you feel it's different from your previous six books? <laughs> well, I, I feel like there are probably more similarities with the first four books uh, about Jessica, who likes drawing funny cartoons and starts making her own comic book fanzine uh, with her friends at school. Um, it's probably got actually a fair few things in common. And that Jessica is quite confident, but she's in year six at... Um, primary school so it's before you get to that very self-conscious time when you're a teenager but I would but actually there probably are lots of similarities with that in terms of content and the ambition of the characters I think the um, when good geeks go bad and the weird friends fan club are stories about teenagers but those they're different they um the characters love writing and books and stuff but they're less about the comedy it's just an incidentally it's hopefully very funny books still but they are not trying to be as funny so I guess that's the difference and I guess as well how we might have covered this on the Rahalastapa you did Rahalastapa but um <laughs> you know how was it that you got into the position where you Catherine Wilkins were you know published and got to write these amazing books well there's a long answer and a short answer. And I... I've got time, I'm not doing anything. I've got time. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, it's all right. We're all right. <laughs> um, so I wrote, I always wanted to be a writer and do comedy. I wanted to write funny stuff and do funny stuff that I didn't particularly plan on what genre it would be in. Um, that's just what I always loved. And so I wrote a book for teenagers in my early twenties and I sent it around everywhere and it was getting rejected. And then I started doing stand up comedy and then I wrote a sitcom with a friend and then just met more and more people. And then eventually the sitcom got optioned and then I managed to start talking to agents and then the agent said, Oh great. I'll pass your book to someone else. And then I met my now fabulous agent Susie, but that agency shut down half the department so then I didn't have an agent again uh but I kept in touch with Susie and then uh Susie Jemby shout out to Susie Jemby <laughs> um and then the um she was having meetings and the publishers Nosy Crow who published this book and many fantastic books um were looking for something that Susie felt sounded like my voice but but younger so that's when I came up with a pitch for the Jessica series my best friend and other enemies and they liked the sound of it but then I actually they kept liking it but I ended up writing the whole thing on spec and then right at the end of that they went yeah we like it so then I got a book deal but you'd written that original book like in your lunchtime and so you know, it's, it's sort of just getting on with it a little bit and and you know there's a little bit of you know getting it to the right people but if you're sending it out and uh, you know, it's just such a hard thing to get published, isn't it? And that's that's. And, but I think if I think if you're right, if you just keep on writing, which is what you did, and you were just sort of, I mean, it's very impressed. You know, I'm very impressed. It's very <laughs> hard to get books published, and uh, to you know, to uh, is there going to be more in this series, or have you got other ideas for you know? There's going to be more with these characters, or are you, are you going to move on to something else? Um, there is definitely talk of more. And I don't know whether it will be this Amy again or whether it will be a new standalone book um, or 
and there's talk for new series of younger books as well the 8 to 12 and there's talk of a new kind of 10 to 14 book but I don't know whether it'll be Amy or whether it'll be new characters great can you become as successful as JK Rowling without the you know the unpleasantness and then I can retire I mean it's good to have a goal <laughs> okay and uh, someone asked in the in the conversation is there an, going to be audio books of uh, of this. Yes, uh, there should actually already be. There, I think there's mm. audiobooks of all the existing ones, and there should be an audiobook for this book that should have already come out on the same day today. It came out today. Congratulations. Thank you. So, so it's available at all good bookshops and all the usual internet places. And, and even uh, some daily ones, probably. Uh, yeah, and, and, and good for sort of, I mean, you think, what, what do you think the, the lowest? And is it just people who are able to read? Is that, would it be okay for eight-year-olds, this book, or is it... I think, yeah, I for, think there'll, there'll be eight-year-olds that would enjoy this book, for sure. But it's it's more for... It's uh, more like... Eleven like to... Middle 14. grade, teenage, yeah. Um, but I think probably ten-plus will get the most out of it, but I definitely think it's for ages eight to eighty. Good. Anything else you'd like to tell us? Catherine Wilkins, the author? Um... I don't think so. I think that's okay. it. Happy World Book Day, everybody. Oh, yeah, that's good. No one's gone to World Book Day as any of the characters from my books. <laughs> well, wouldn't that just be you? Do it be me with a champagne bottle up my bum, maybe? I, don't, I didn't well, see why that. Why have no kids gone to school like that? Why have they not done that? so weird. Did anyone go as any of your characters? Have you seen any? They have done in the past. Um, oh, okay. Children have gone as, um, they made badges for the Ace Gang. Uh, oh, yes. Year. Um, uh, or some cool enterprises. So, it's, but it's very much dressed down because I've and so I'm thinking now I need to write some books with very flamboyant uh, dresses and stuff. Yeah, good so idea. Then people can dress up because there's really it's just your own clothes and possibly a badge. <laughs> yeah, but that's good because some people don't like to do the don't like to do the fancy dress. So yeah. you go school uniform. Most of <laughs> your parents are in school uniform, so they can just go to school in their school uniform. Yeah, low five people that are too self-conscious can dress as my characters <laughs> well it's been lovely to talk to you katie um, yeah, we, we never hang out anymore <laughs> i know only, only online uh, we're two floors apart maybe we could meet up in the in the middle floor let's have and, a date uh, after this okay nice <laughs> this has gone very well i'm very happy thank you for, what do i do what do i do to go away i don't do you know what i do we just we just stuck in here forever now you know, I'm not actually sure. I'm going to try and end this now. I'm going to press okay. this cross button and that will end it for both of us. Shall we see and... if anyone wants to ask a question first? Oh, oh shit, you know. Oh, sorry. Oh, don't swear. I've ruined it. This is a scandal. Um, we are supposed to give away a book. Oh, yeah. To choose somebody at random. Um, I don't know how to do that, really, with all the... Um, anyone that would like a free book, do a wave or something and we need to pick <laughs> one of you. And then email you and then get your address. I haven't thought That's through That's very this. complicated. It does, doesn't it? Um, oh, someone's asking questions. Oh, someone. Right. Amy, Amy Rathmill. Amy Rathmill wants a book. I'm going to, maybe if I do, I'll just start trying to do uh, screen grabs. Actually, they're gone. They're gone. gone. Well, we could. Amy Rathmill could uh, email right. you and say it was me. We could, we'll trust her. All right. Okay. Cool. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Oh, look, there's Tony Bignall. Hello, Tony. How are you oh, doing? Oh, we're joining now, but we're going to... Yeah, it's too late. Oh. We're going now. Oh, um, all these people want books. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to do some screen grabbing. Um, Amira. Oh, uh, can you, can you write... Do Amira you remember Russell. it? Can you, can you write that Amira down Russell. and we'll DM them? She will get it. She'll... Have you written it down? Have I haven't written it down. Who am I going to write it down with? Um, Amy write... Rathman. I've got it in my head. There you go. Amy Rathman. We'll find oh, it. Oh, what have I done? Uh, all still right. here. Okay. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank Amy you so Rathman. much for watching. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour or richardherring.com slash gigs for all of the information on the tour. Gofasterstripe.com for lots of downloads and books and lots of fun. Thanks for listening. Go and listen to another one. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the tour. I love you all. I'm out.